1: Greetings from New York City, where Sports Business Journal's Media Innovators Conference continues today. Wednesday was highlighted by Jimmy Pitaro, who hit on a wide range of topics during his appearance. The ESPN chair told the audience to expect ESPN to push for more direct-to-consumer and digital components in its upcoming rights talks with the NBA. During his Q&A, Pitaro also hit on the importance of sports for aggregating live audiences, the possibility of adding NASCAR to ESPN's portfolio, balancing the delivery of linear versus streaming content, the return of Bob Iger as Disney CEO, sportsbook licensing, and stepping away from Big Ten media rights. If you're not here with us, Make sure to check out the highlights on SportsBusinessJournal.com. Good morning. It's Thursday, December 1st, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright filling in for Abe Madcor. The last remaining obstacle to expanding the college football playoff to 12 teams in the 2024 and 2025 seasons has been cleared. A source told ESPN on Wednesday night that the Rose Bowl has agreed to terms that will pave the way for the college football playoff to expand in the final two seasons of the current contract. Any more steps toward an expanded playoff are considered to be a formality as the announcement of the CFP expansion beginning in 2024 is expected to be imminent. After months of haggling, getting the Rose Bowl on board loomed as the final step. It needed to amend its contract as the other five so-called contract bowls needed to do in order to accommodate the new system. Ultimately, the Rose Bowl's cooperation loomed as the final barrier, and the Pasadena Base Bowl was essentially given an ultimatum this week to agree to terms or risk being shut out of the next television contract, which begins in 2026. The Rose Bowl is one of six bowls that currently rotate as hosts of the CFP semifinals every three years. The five other bowls, Fiesta, Sugar, Peach, Cotton, and Orange, and host cities for the championship games scheduled to be held after the 2024 and 2025 seasons had already agreed to accommodate a new CFP format. The U.S.-Iran match at the World Cup averaged a combined 15.5 million viewers across Fox and Telemundo on Tuesday afternoon, with Fox delivering just over 12 million in English and Telemundo drawing 3.5 million in Spanish. Fox's $12 million is below the $15.4 million for U.S. England last Friday, but above the $8.3 million for the U.S.-Wales Group stage opener. The U.S.-Iran match peaked on Fox at 15.6 million viewers from 3.45 to 4 p.m. Eastern, and D.C. led all markets for Fox's telecast with an 8.4 local rating. For three U.S. men's national team matches, Fox averaged 11.7 million viewers, marking the best English language figure yet for the U.S. in the World Cup group stage. That's up 10 percent compared to three U.S. matches on ESPN in 2014. Fox and FS1 are averaging 3.1 million viewers for the first 31 matches of the group stage. That's up 44 percent from Russia four years ago, where you remember the U.S. didn't qualify for the tournament. PointsBet will be the first U.S. sportsbook to integrate the PGA Tour's full menu of in-play bets into its app next year as part of an expansion of its deal with the tour data distributor IMG Arena, creating a product expected to offer about 35,000 betting opportunities per tournament, with betters able to place bets on all shots by every player. Using real-time data delivered through IMG Arena's Golf Event Center, PointsBet will offer a range of bets, including score on the next hole, number of putts on the next hole, distance of the longest drive, and closest to the pin. The app will also allow users to follow each shot through a live animation and provide live video from two holes at each tour event. Users also get access to historic shot-by-shot data and stats for each player. PointsBet was one of a handful of operators that offered a small sampling of live PGA Tour betting last year. It's the only one that so far has taken the plunge to offer the full menu. The sportsbook said it saw golf handle increase 23% and live golf handle increase 25% last year. The Call of Duty League is set to head into its new season on Friday without a streaming platform for its matches after a deal with YouTube expired following last season, reports our Kevin Hitt. Activision Blizzard, which operates the CDL along with the Overwatch League, signed a three-year, $160 million media rights pact. That has since run its course, and now the leagues are without a streaming home for competition. CDL is the first of the Activision leagues to begin a new season following the expiration of the deal. And league officials have yet to announce where this weekend's matches can be viewed. When signed in early 2020, the deal moved the Activision leagues away from Amazon-owned Twitch and over to Google-owned YouTube. The deal saw the average annual value of media rights jump from a reported 45 million annually to just over 53 million, but sources say that both YouTube and Twitch are unwilling to put up the amount of money they have in previous years. We'll close on a programming note as there's just one week left to register for the Sports Business Journal Intercollegiate Athletics Forum presented by Learfield. The forum will be held December 7th and 8th at the Bellagio Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. The event will include 13 conference commissioners, on the current and future state of their leagues, and four student-athletes who will discuss the challenges and opportunities of being an elite athlete in college athletics. Join us and learn more at intercollegiateathleticsforum.com. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Thursday. I hope everyone has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California